All right, welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. We have episode number 90 for Yankee fan listeners that we got joining us. We really appreciate you guys uh, coming and giving us a listen. And the New York Yankees have won six of their last seven. They just finished up a series against the Chicago White Sox in Chicago. They took three out of four. Last time that we were on the pod, we were not around for the Blue Jays series. They took both of those games in a two-game set, and the New York Yankees remain oh hot 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 there tyler we are rolling with this team man it is yeah to say the least it's fun to watch this team nah it's a fun time rob um yeah like you said we weren't around for the jays series but kind of just rolled over them real quick like a little drama here and there but not much to it and then you know uh we take a trip to chicago and kind of did the same thing. They almost had an opportunity to sweep at the end of this, if you kind of look back and think of every or think about everything. But I think yeah. this was kind of almost another series. Yanks didn't necessarily play their best brand of baseball the whole series. They looked unreal for a couple of those games, but they still like they squeaked out a win today with what two hits? Yeah, um, pretty good. <laughs> Twenty-five they, uh, and nine, Rob, best record in baseball. Um, it's like when they lose, it's almost like, oh, yeah, they can lose games. Forgot about that. <laughs> it's 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 a really fun time to be a New York Yankees fan. Um, they, they're they winning in ways. For instance, today, before a Joey Gallo home run, Tyler, obviously you can kind of chalk it up to a Kopech, um, him being crazy. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, they were patient. Aaron Hicks getting an RBI walk there to start it off yep. for our scoring today. But the first three runs that we get through this stretch in the game wasn't all by the long ball. And even if you kind of track back the stats with this Yankees team, I forget what stat exactly. I, I, I would probably exclude this past week because they were just they're mashing at certain points. But it's n- the thing that's so encouraging for Yankee fans right now is that they're not being dead stuck to the long ball or a singular or in pass. Obviously, it was home runs. But a singular way of offense, there's bringing a, a dynamic element to how they're scoring, when they're scoring. Just It's it's so refreshing to see because this is honestly, I made the point on the last podcast or one before, that even in the 2018 and 2019 season where they were they were still mashing, but it, this, this level of offense that we're seeing right now just feels different to me. I don't know if you get that same sense. No, yeah, for, for sure, Rob, because, I mean, you mentioned they're not necessarily just hitting home runs. They're certainly hitting a ton of home runs, which is awesome because we've kind of, you know, come to learn that, you know, um, homers win baseball games. But, you know, you can kind of go back. I think it was Klappich or Klappich, whoever the writer is, I think he's for the New York Post. Or, I don't know, Judge had an interview with someone the other day, and he was like, hey, we are not – like, you know, last couple of years, we've been a team of just all slugging big dude righties and pitchers knew how to get us out. And, you know, Judge made the point. He was like, this is not that team. He's like, there we are not the same team that you can just pitch the same way to up and down the order. And if you just kind of look at it from like the last 10 games, I mean, Rizzo was kind of carrying us for the first what two weeks almost not necessarily carrying us but he was he was raking for two weeks and he if you kind of look over his last 10 games he hasn't necessarily done a whole lot but what does that matter when Stan is doing everything when Judge is hitting home runs when Donaldson's having two two homer games when Glaber's walking it off like this team is so it's it appears to be you know through uh 35 games or 33 games so balanced that it almost doesn't even matter (laughs) um there's kind of it's it's I feel like we're not gonna see as much of, you know, weeks of slumping like we did last year because this team is filled with so many good hitters, dude. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. It 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 feels like a completely different ball club and that's wild because if you said that to us two months ago, you said, Really? I, I don't I don't know about that. Yeah, but we were like we got better. But we are, got are, better, are we but the we... clear cut twenty four and nine best baseball I... team in the league thirty something games in? Probably not. No, exactly. So, but you can also understate what the pitching staff is doing right now. Arguably, if not, I think personally, 
that they are the best pitching staff in baseball. If you break down the numbers, it's just Agreed. it's kind of wild. And then the best bullpen in baseball. And if you if you stack them up, I honestly the most and the thing that we're talking about that we're being more most excited about right now is the offense. Yeah. But that's probably the I guess you could call it the weakest link of if that is bad then but because you look at how the we've been doing this with the pitching staff the starting pitching staff now for what Tyler you count in last year like you could say it's a good four five six months that we've seen this now with Tyone and pretty much seems like since Matt Blake got here dude almost yes he's doing something with everyone there was a tough stretch in May and April yeah. early last last season uh-huh. and then they just turned it on and at like like Jameson Tyone turned it on after he had that bad two and a third against Philadelphia and he said, I have to change. I have to be better. I remember Domingo Herman turned it on last year too. Exactly. Nestor Cortez is obviously just an absolute animal. Yeah. And he is in the legitimate Cy Young conversation. My buddy sent me a uh, DraftKings doesn't have the odds, but uh, FanDuel has the odds. It goes Justin Verlander's like plus 480, Gosman is plus 700, Garrett Cole is plus 750, and then you look down the list, you guys, you got guys like Manoa, McClanahan, Shohei, and then Nestor is plus 1600. If I'm a not even just a Yankees fan, you could legitimately put money on that because that's how well he's been pitching for and a long so, time, Rob. For a long time, and he's not doing it in a like because baseball fans get so excited over high velocity and just. And, and that specifically and what pitchers look like, but he's doing it in such a unique way that we haven't seen and you could debate a decade plus that it's just so awesome to see. And he's in the legitimate conversation now. And back going back to the point, the pitching staff can't be understated when the offense is clicking because it's just a whole collective unit with the bullpen. Starting pitching and offense is just all awesome it's right so, now. It's and so it's, deep. It's so dude. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's so deep. I mean... I think it's it's weird because it's like I, I feel like you know non-Yankee fans that don't necessarily watch a ton of Nestor Cortez you know from the outside looking in are like yeah yeah he's probably doing it against some bad teams this that and the third but I mean did against Toronto he comes in against the White Sox an all righty you know apparently lefty mashing lineup and just dices them for eight innings yeah. I mean you just you can't make it up so Again, I'd like no. to see a little more national recognition for for our dude, Nestor. Absolutely. All right. Let's hop into these yeah. games real quick. Let's skim through the um, through the Toronto series. So, game one, we had Savvy four and two-thirds, five hits given up, three earned runs, two, two walks, eight Ks. Uh, struggled a little bit through the first mm-hmm. uh, two innings, gave up three runs. Um, but then Stanton comes around, and Savvy, Savvy settled in, and he was allowed to kind of give the bullpen – or gave us a little bit of length where we didn't think that we were necessarily going to get the length to yeah, get almost, to the bullpen. He almost didn't make it out of the first inning, Rob. Exactly. Um, and then Stanton goes ahead and hits a home run, and the place goes bonkers. This was a um, – what's the manager's name for Texas? I'm blanking right uh, now. Montoya, Charlie Montoya. No, no, no. Or Texas. Wait, Texas. Texas. Oh, right. Chris Woodward. I'm thinking of Toronto, yeah. 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 Um, he would have been – that would have been the perfect opportunity to say that was a little league home run because it would exactly. not have gotten out in any other uh, ballpark. And who was the pitcher that gave it up? Um, Garcia. So this is the area where it got a little dicey. And then he hits Donaldson on the next one. And then the bench is clear. And it looks like we're getting into a fisticuffs and nothing really came of it until late. Uh, was it later in the game or no, it was in the next game where it was a little dicey with, um, with Bo Bichette. Too, and they were getting a little angry, but yeah. I person, I personally, based on what happened with the catcher and the, I, I can't remember the umpire's name, but he was talking about how Donaldson and him were talking shit the entire time, and that's why he was so quick to give him the hook because it was just based on the conversations that happened a few innings before. Uh, I just thought that it was a scumbag move there, um, but Yankees basically rallied through that. The Jays went up, and it looked like we weren't going to come back. And then Aaron Judge finally gets his first walk-off, like true walk-off. He's had walk-offs. He had a walk-off walk, and I think he had the walk-off where it hit off the – it was the one to clinch us yeah, sent us the postseason, postseason last year. year. Yeah. But 
just an absolute rocket. Yeah, it was a bomb. And it looked way farther than 414 feet is all I'm Yeah, saying. it went to the second deck, I, I, I'm pretty sure, too. Mm-hmm. What a uh, yeah! What a bomb by Judge. I think he saw like four or five different sliders that at bat too, and uh, he got the the juiciest one. I mean, he hung it like at his chest pretty much. Uh, Jordan Romano uh, being the pitcher that hung it, who is you know a very good reliever as well. So didn't deserve reliever of the month over Mike King though. I'll tell you. That. Yeah, no chance. But I think you know the Yankees putting up a quick three spot and walking off uh, against Toronto in this game should really just be a message to the league saying, hey, I mean, you could throw whoever you want out there uh, but in terms of relievers, but Yankees have the ability to put up a crooked number against anyone. Exactly. Uh, game two was the Glaber Torres show. Five and a third for Jamison Tyone, though. Six hits, two earned runs, one walk, and four Ks. Like I said, Glaber goes ahead, hits a three-run home run. Uh, Chapman, Matt Chapman, got them within a run with a sack fly, but then Torres goes ahead and gives us a little insurance, and uh, we come away with a win with 5-3. And uh, for a Toronto team that was told to be the favorite in not just the American League East, but the American League as a whole, mm-hmm. um, with a lot of hype, not 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 so hot for them right now. Yeah. I think those, those projections have changed. The odds on them making the World Series have probably changed the tad. They're frauds. Yeah, Tyler has been talking very spicy on Twitter. (laughs) I've seen your Twitter feed. I really hope that that doesn't come to bite us in the ass, but, you know. You know, (laughs) it probably will, knowing me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, go ahead, and we take the first two games. Let's go ahead, Tyler, and go with our Savages of the Series. I'm going to go with uh, Glaber Torres on this one. I mean, self-explanatory. The, home, yeah. the self-explanatory game two just was an absolute stud. But uh, who'd you have? Leaving me with a layup, Rob. I'm gonna have to go judge in this one. Um, he gave us a win in game one. Could have been a split, but no. Nah. Judge decided he wanted to sweep, so we'll do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> MVPs of sucking. IKF did not have the greatest offensive series this series, and then we'll kind of foreshadow a little bit of his defensive woes uh, yeah. in the next series. Uh, but four Ks through this one. It was only two games, so I don't crazy on him but i uh, just had to go with ikf for th- for this rob, rob I, m- I might have to stick to my guns i've been in a position where i refuse to have a uh, mvp of sucking in sweeps i'm gonna count this as a sweep for me okay two game sweep gotcha. i got nothing gotcha. <laughs> all right um you want to run through the first games for uh for Chicago? Yeah, this is, you know, heads up, this is when I was in the midst of my second COVID battle. So I did oh, yes. I did snooze at the end of the first two games, I, unfortunately. And I text Rob like 3 in the morning like, fuck, I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, let me just pull this up real quick. Uh, Luis Heal gets a start, which is – I don't think much of us – many of us knew exactly what we were going to get out of it. Uh, Heal's been struggling a lot in AAA – uh, to begin the year, I think he had like a 9 ERA or something. But he comes in, um, four innings pitch, two walks, five hits, four and runs, five Ks. I mean, not great. Very serviceable. Very serviceable. Yeah. He definitely kept us in the game. Uh, the big thing with Luis Heal is I think we all kind of know he has disgusting stuff. Uh, he throws pretty hard. I think he sits like 97, 98. But um, a lot of times a dude cannot figure out where the ball is going. Uh, him, him and Chapman have a little... Uh, similarities there. Sometimes the ball's just coming out of their hand and it could be going God knows where. So that's kind of the issue with Luis Heal is what it appears to be so far. Only a couple walks in this game, but he got a little erratic at times. Um, but yeah, service will start by him. Um, I mean, first of all, this game, the Yanks scored 15 runs in this game, Rob. It's a lot it of runs. Be- it was a thing of beauty um, once, once we got it going with the Glaber making a little bit of noise oh, on yeah. the base paths with this one, but this was a this was a fun one to watch. Yeah, um, I mean it starts pretty early too. I believe start kicks it off with a DJ double. We're like, all right, this is gonna be a fun one. Um, and then Stanton homers to right um, makes it quick to nothing. But I mean the White Sox punch back pretty quick. Bottom of the second, they had a three run inning, and then in the third, Rizzo triple i believe it was a stand-up triple actually too uh judge scored and then stan gets his second homer in the game in the third inning and we're like "Ooh, this could be fun you know are we seeing a- oh we didn't even mention that that 
doucher behind home plate says overrated. Oh yeah, <laughs> he said yeah. it to he said it to Stanton, hits the home run, and then hits another home run later. And he was talking smack to Donaldson too, and Donaldson hit his home run. Well, I think I think actually we should spend a sec and talk about that because they're serious. I mean, Stanton still gets hate just from on national media. I mean, we all saw the the um, the MLB oh Network God. clip, dude, and Ryan Kenny. Yeah, what way is it? It's Brian Kenny, right? Is that it's what you Brian said? Kenny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian Kenny, kind of for those that may not have seen it that are listening, kind of goes on this rant for like three minutes, weirdly enough, of just about how Stanton is bad for the Yankees. He says, "Oh, you know, in the playoffs when he pitches or when he hits in the playoffs, he's facing premier pitching, so he's he's gonna slump." Yada yada yada. I mean, clearly the dude's just never <laughs> looked at his postseason stats because he's like an all-time hitter when he's in the postseason. Um, which is weird. So I, I think it kind of coincides with this dude yelling, Stanton, you're overrated. Um, the dude just hears it from everyone, whether it be Yankees fans, the media, you know, opposing teams fans, and he just doesn't care. Like, he doesn't respond. He, he When he's booed, he's like, yeah, I should have been booed. Um, the dude is le- was legitimately built for New York in a lab, I think. Mm-hmm. Because he's got the toughest skin, he does everything right, and he still gets hate. Like, what's yeah. good with that, Rob? Um, it's no, and that video had no substantial, no substantial stats were backed with that. I think they threw up like three cherry picked stats, and then he was sitting with Ron Darling, and I think the guy to the left of him, who I don't, remember I don't the even writer. think they either of them agreed with him, and they were just like going for it. No, of Ron Darling kind of like said some stuff in that clips that I was like, okay, Ron, yeah, have fun with the Mets, dude. But <laughs> the the other one that he was sitting next to actually like pushed back, and he's like, I don't really know about that. But <laughs> I put up the average annual salaries and the the overall things. I don't know if you saw that tweet that I threw up on the account. Yeah. He's but a bargain, dude. He's a bargain. He's getting paid. Okay, he has a $325 million contract, 20, 25 AAV. But then you look at the guys that just got that kind of money, where Trevor Story is 23.3 AAV. We know that they're mad at him. Marcus yeah. Simeon sucks right now, and he has a 25 annual salary. Jason Hayward is making 23 a year. Anthony Rendon, solid player, but he's making 35 a year. Nowhere near that now. Christian Yelich, yeah. tw- 26.9 a year. Corey Seager's making 32.5. And Giancarlo Stanton right now is, I think, I don't know if he was leading the league in RBIs, but he's at least top three, yeah, maybe number I think one. He's, yeah, he's top three for sure. And like, and and that, that video could not have come come out at a more worse opportunity the day after that he had the two home yeah, run game. Just... And they like to hate on him, not to mention he's probably an above average fielder, I would say. And yeah. he just, the Yankees were dumb in just not allowing him to play the field. Mm-hmm. This guy is a stud. And it, and and he was he made the argument that, yes, he hasn't even hit the Albert Pujols area in his contract. Well, I'll tell you right now, the Yankees got a nice little opening, it looks like, that's getting a little big this year that I like to, that fans like to see and that the evil empire may have an opportunity to make some serious noise in the postseason. Yeah. I don't know about you, Tyler, but if he goes out and he hit, he he is en route to a World Series, it's the same argument with A-Rod. No one cares. Yeah, we don't care about A-Rod's contract ring, now. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> as long as he delivers, I could give two shits about what he does in his last three years Fact. or his last four years as a – like, I'm sorry like, – the Angels gave Albert Pujols all that money. Yes, terrible contract, but the Angels also did a horrible job at surrounding him, and it was yeah, just with completely yeah. weird. But the Yankees are, I would say, a little bit different in a lot of ways. And I just, it's just a bad comparison. It's a bad take overall because the, the statistics tell you that if you, like, not even you have to, do, you don't even have to do a lot of deep diving. Just you don't have to do any diving. You don't have to. <laughs> him and Stanton, when they're on the uh, – Stanton, sorry. Stanton and Judge, when they're on, on the field, they – they outside of prob- uh, probably Otani and Trout, but even then I would maybe even make an argument yeah. that they are the most productive duo when they are both on and on the field, and they have been on the field. So shut up yeah. is all I'm saying to the haters, man. Yes. I, I just like – I love stop it. it. Yeah, thank you, Rob. And kind of like a newsflash to Brian Kenny out there. Um, I mean – Pretty much since Stanton's been a Yankee, 
if we want to talk about postseason, this, that, and the third, yada, 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 I think if we had to pick one player that we had to bet our money on that's going to show up in the postseason, I don't know about you, Rob. I'm, I'm sure you probably have a similar opinion. I'm putting my money on Giancarlo Stanton to show up out of anyone. I've put a lot of money on Giancarlo Stanton this year already. <laughs> exactly. <so> I, <laughs> exactly. Like, legit. So, I don't – yeah, I don't – yeah, I don't know. That was just a bad video overall. Yeah, but. so perfect timing for that. I mean, I, so, someone has to get fired there, Rob, I, I think. So, I don't know how they let that bit happen. And then they were like, yeah. oh, let's put it on the internet. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Weird stuff. All right, so back to the game. We're at it's it's 3-2 net or 3-3 now. Rizzo triples uh, to right, stand-up triple, judge scores, and then Stanton comes in, gets his second homer of the game, uh, 5-3, and that doesn't stop. DJ doubles, Higgy scores, and we're in the fourth inning now. Um, Luis Hill kind of gets himself into some trouble, but doesn't blow it open uh, here in the fourth. It's 6-4, Yank still, and then Judge in the seventh makes it 7-4, and then this is kind of where it gets weird. I was on... I, this is when I was cooking primetime fever, uh, dealing with my, my second COVID <laughs> battle. But it was 7-4, and then I'm watching the 7th. Uh, I believe Licky walked someone and gave up a hit or something. And then Laza comes in, um, and he gives up a three-run bomb to Moncada. It's 7-7. So where where are we with Laza, Rob? He I think he's given up three homers already this year. I, I believe he only yeah, gave up he, four last year. He hasn't looked great. He kind of settled down right after that homer. But he, to date, this year has not looked like the player he was last year. I'm not saying he's bad, but currently. He has something he's got to work out for sure. Yeah, Toronto, he also had had an earned run there. Um, I think it was a home run or something. But my level of concern is... Like, I'm not. I'm putting him down on the trust tree at this moment, but it's not. Yeah. I'm not plummeting him. Is what I'm saying. Fair. And I know people are very quick to put him in the closer role spot, but Tyler, like, I was sitting. Um, yeah, that's it. No, <laughs> I was about to say. I'm sitting there, and I'm. Wa- I usually watch the games with my dad, and he's sitting there, and he goes, "This fucking guy, Clay Holmes, yeah, really he's pitch. something." <laughs> Clay Holmes is good. You got Mike King in there. He's good. Chapman is on his way out, as we'll get to. Um, but they have a couple of guys that could take that, th- what we thought of last year as they step in role for him, mm-hmm. that if he doesn't perform well, then he could be a little bit down on the trust tree and kind of put down uh, overall uh, where they have him slotted as a high leverage closer, guy. Yeah. high leverage guy. Um, but do I am I am I in like Chad Green territory with Laza? Absolutely not. I still <laughs> trust Laza. Yeah. It's just he's in a bad spot. Kind of go back to what Matt Blake was talking about with him is he just needs a little bit of a level of confidence. He's I don't want to say he's exactly like Glaber or these guys that need it. It's just he's hit a bad stretch. He's young. He's got a lively arm. I'm not crazy, but I do think that there are guys that I would have slotted ahead of him. Yeah, fact. I think that's fair. I think he's in. And we've seen it with, with bullpen pitchers kind of, you know, for some time. I remember Chad Green a couple times got sent down just to kind of work on things. I'm not saying Laza necessarily needs it. Um, I don't think it's, you know, out of the realm of possibilities. But we'll see. It's just kind of something to look out for. Um, you know, he hasn't been necessarily the three-and-a-half warp relief pitcher he was last year, which is ab- absurd for a relief pitcher. Um, so, yeah, just something to kind of note of Rob. Do me a favor, take these last couple innings because this I fell asleep at the worst time. You know, I, I went to bed thinking the Yanks won, basically, or almost thinking they won. I was trying to stay yeah. up, and then it was 7-7, and I lost it. Yeah, so <laughs> Glaber, Glaber basically got on with a very good, I believe it was a walk. i got to go back through the thing. And he didn't even start this game, right? No, he did not. He did not. Um, he came in to pinch hit, um, and so... What do we have here um yeah so uh gonzalez got on uh joe kelly's in the game not to not to you know he's had a little bit of a difficult stretch for himself <laughs> as we've seen through this series uh but hicks grounded out gallo struck out swing so that's two outs so um marlon gonzalez gets on and then glaber gets a great at bat he gets on so we have first and second dj walks get bases loaded right two outs right Yes. Okay. And so Glaber's on second. Gonzalez is at third. 
Judge then grounds out or grounds to shortstop. As we know, Tim Anderson's kind of had some trouble there. Mm-hmm. And Judge legs it out. But the thing is, Glaber with the heads up base running comes all the way around to score. And we get two runs and we're up 9-7. And then that's where it, it then just gets broken up when Rizzo then takes the spot at, at first. He walks. Then we got the bases loaded again. And then Stanton goes ahead, singles, then a Donaldson home run. And then, unfortunately, Hicks ends the rally. But we are all, we already go up big yeah. at that point. Dude, that's uh, seven runs. So, so that was – I, I would really say that that whole – that whole continued rally because we would have only been up really one run at that point because you don't know what's happening when when Rizzo then comes back up yeah and Glaber just has been really heads up the only kind of concern I've had with Glaber has been some defense issues and then obviously we want to keep the 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 bat going but he's been heads up on the base pass man and then that was just an instance where it was Really awesome, and I, I'll be yeah. honest. I knocked after that because I was just like, they're up fourteen seven. I'm not. <laughs> so I was li- I was listening on the radio. First couple um, four hour games of the year, I think, dude. Yeah, luckily the then the following games actually went kind of quick. Like today's game yeah. went pretty fast, real fast, um, dude. I think Glaber's yeah. maturing a little bit. Like last year, all right. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun on this, but last year we talked a lot about like his puppy dog type of thing he's got going. Or he would get going when he would make a mistake or have a couple bad at bats, bad game, error in the field, whatever it may be. You said that Glaber's just kind of putting his, you know, he's doing his thing. Um, he's just kind of seizing his opportunities, dude. He's putting his head down and he's being productive. That's all he can do. I think he kind of realized I don't necessarily have a starting job on this team unless I play well. Mm. And he just, he's been doing it, so... Shout out, Glaber, yeah. dude. Yeah, so Yankees finish it 14-7. Just great game overall. 15-7. Once we got – oh, 15-7, you're right, you're right. Uh, Judge had a sack fly in the last inning. I forgot that one. Green closed um, it out, too. He looked all right green. for two innings. So that one we take 15-7. And then game two, Garrett Cole is on the mound. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Kermit the Frog here. <gasps> Goes six and a third. Three earned runs, one walk, nine Ks, six hits. Cole, actually, I said on the previous podcast, Tyler, that this is a big opportunity against a, I don't know, the White Sox kind of look terrible, but. Um, <laughs> a, a should be a, good team. Should be good team, and he he showed up big time. Yeah. And he looked, just continuing it, him and Nestor look like the duo of the century right now with the way they're pitching. I don't, yeah, don't want to put that crazy expectations on them but they look they yeah. look amazing as a one-two punch um and there. his his line he, his line six and the third three earned is not it looks worse than it was he i think he i think can we both agree he pitched better than this line kind of appears to be did not get oh, much yeah. help in the, def, the defensive aspect of this game yeah, at all i was gonna transition to that so What's your – we were expecting with IKF to get a defensive guy that's going to be studly. Like We know yeah. that we're getting that with Higgy and Trevino, Trevino. right now, yep. and we're getting a pretty consistent defense, and obviously the pitching staff looks great. They're happy. They're doing their thing, so nothing to complain there. And I've, I've been always a strong component or proponent of – your de- your team is as good as you are defensively up the middle sometimes when you got and we have Trevino and Hicks plays a good center still and and Judge has been playing a very good center surprisingly for his size yeah. and we just were marvel at it but IKF man it's been it's been kind of tough with him and and I liked seeing Cole I will say as much as I've been critical of Cole lately that was a real stand up thing for him to to look at IKF and when they went back in the huddle he reassured him said don't worry about it dude i'll pick us up you'll get it next time and that was nice that was that was something that i like to see from the team but what's your level of concern with ikf right now so my level of it's tough i don't necessarily have a level of concern at the moment but i will kind of set my standard with him if you will um the glove cannot go through these stretches like the bat can we and yeah, we, I was we knew say, that. I'd rather the bat would be. Yeah, the glove cannot because that's kind of why you're here. Not kind of. It is the reason why you're here. It's it's so you're here and you just slap the ball and play for the most part, whether it squeaks out for a hit 
or or not whatever it may be the glove has got to be there uh consistently i'm not sure if there's you know if it's just some growing pains or really you know being in new york what the case is but this is kind of how it started for him the first couple series and then he got really hot and he was great defensively and we'll see him make good defensive plays but yeah we can kind of can't have the boneheaded moves you know he had a you know a boneheaded um move on the base path in game three we'll get into as well so i don't want to you know put a level of concern on it yet but like i said the the glove has to be there consistently Mm -hmm. absolutely um yeah so later in this game we had so we went down two nothing stanton goes ahead singles gets the um gets the game uh, or was this yesterday's game? Or I think, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one real quick. Where is the thing? I think we have it mixed up on the docks. My bad. Yep, we okay. do. Oopsies. Was, yeah. We good. That is my fault. Or I don't know how I m- measured it up or whatever. Yeah, okay, so Stan, Stan, Stan had the t- the home run. He started off once again. And then we had, uh, so we went up 4 nothing with a LeMayhew uh, ground out. And then Donaldson gets a double. Knocks in uh, Hicks and then sent Judge to third and then Judge again gets a gets a home run. So him and Stanton are just clicking on all cylinders and it looks like Donaldson is too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you think Donaldson? Even if we get, I, he made some amazing plays today at third yeah. that I wanted to talk about. But he, the fire is just we talked about it as a potential possibility to to be a big thing with and i think it's really paying off yeah. with him right now fact i th- i think it's really big that's a great point because i think dude i'm i really think that rizzo and donaldson were like the glue of this locker room that they needed in a way almost because you had judge who's you know a leader in his own way cole a leader in his own way and then you know there's been a bunch of reports in the past that stanton's a pretty quiet guy for the most part so they kind of needed some a couple dudes to come in there and just be like the dads of the locker room almost they needed a fuck you attitude yeah hicks said exactly i think i don't i wouldn't say hicks is the guy that brings that but a guy like donaldson definitely brings that and that's what he's been showing yeah Um, and he's been raking too i think Kay said it today on the broadcast bringer of rain yeah what what is he uh i think he's reached base in like 20 20 something 21 22 games in a row yeah he had the 10 game hit streak yeah um that flew under the radar but but now he's um, now he's gapping them. He had a homer this year, uh, a couple homers as well. Um, he's putting it together, Rob. And you know, when we talk about Donaldson and you know potentially you know Gallo getting it together, Gallo had two homers in the series as well. You just really think about how deep this lineup can get and how we've been miss. We haven't even we're this good right now, and we haven't even gotten production from a good chunk of the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so after that, Judge home run. The White Sox put a put a run on a bo- on the board with a balk. Cole looked absolutely rip shit because DJ yeah. was playing first base, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he looked so mad. But they were already up in that one. And then Gallo had a really good series, Tyler. And he, as, as, of his last, I think, I don't, I think he's hitting like 255 with, I think – something of his last 40 some 50 at bat his last like 16 games have been really so really good it's outside of the, and he's been sneaky solid and then this last series with the home runs has has a kind of helped uh bring that more to attention now yeah. and so he had a homer donaldson had the homer later in the game ikf on a sack fly gets in stanton and then uh we we win this one 10-4 but yeah, it's uh, it was a another good win. Saved they, the bullpen in this game too, Rob. Just went straight yes. straight from Cole to Mike King. We love that. Uh, two and two thirds for Mike King. Three hits and earned run. Two Ks. Nothing we care about too much right there. I mean, bang bang. Didn't have to have too much. First two games, um, not a lot of stress pitches for the Yankees, or high stress pitches. Uh, excuse me, but. You're kind of feeling good going into Game Three. I mean, you you are, you you go into Chicago leaving with a split, at worst, mm-hmm. after the first two, and you just put up 25 runs in two games. Mm-hmm. Team's good, Rob. They are. 
They are. Uh, Jordan Montgomery in this one, four and a third in game th- in game three. Sorry, uh, four and a third, six hits, two earned runs, three walks, four Ks, and he is once again plagued by lack of run support at least until the last it's unbelievable, innings. Dude. It's really insane. You can kind of see it on his face that it's just it, it really must just annoy. I need, dude. Happened. I need him to seriously go in the dugout one day and just lose it. Mm-hmm. Like break I a would, break I a would. phone, throw something against the wall, a water cooler, because I I don't think like he's just like a ticking time bomb. I, I I feel like he looks like, and I love Monty, dude, and I feel like the Yankees would not like there'd be no judgment there. They'd be like, yeah, dude, like I I don't yeah. know what we're doing <laughs> what we're doing to you. Sorry, man, I don't know what's going on. They've lost They're nine just... games. I think four or five of them have been Monty starts. And Monty has pitched well. <laughs> yeah, weird. I, I would be, I would be very upset if I was him. I'd just look at him and go, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> Can we get some runs, yeah. please? He's Can we get some runs? Team player, I guess he's doing it. Um, so yeah, the White Sox scored in the first three innings. So they had the uh, sing, uh, Robert single that got an Anderson, and then the Moncada home run in the third, and then. Yankees start a little rally mm-hmm. in the eighth. Stanton gets a single to get in, um, to get Judge in, and uh, that one was squashed. And then in the ninth, we have a Higashioka. Um, I think this was the this was the sack fly, correct? Yeah, this was after IKF had a really good at bat. Um, yeah. He lined, I, I believe it was a. Uh, why am I blanking? He, he had a, he had a really good hit and he got on base, and so it was Gallo at third, I believe. Yeah, it was Gallo at third, and IKF at second with Higgy up. Higgy hits a deep fly to left. Uh, Gallo scores, and IKF gets thrown out. Uh, yeah, Mancata cut it off. Yeah, and then he got a quick throw, and and Boone talked about it that he talked with him and just said. I like the aggressiveness. I don't want you to lose that aggressiveness, but that was just a bonehead move. He knew it. Not going to dwell on it. Um, but once again, it was just he's making the errors in the in the in the field, and then also the errors on the base paths, which we know we knew way too well last year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was kind of a of a rally killer. And then in the ninth. Uh, Raldus Chapman is on the mound, and once Tim, <laughs> once Tim Anderson, once Tim Anderson gets in the gets on base and is dancing around, dude is just absolutely flustered, <laughs> yeah. throwing balls everywhere. And then Luis Robert again, like I said in the first inning, he singled it to get a score, and he gets another RBI in this one, hits it to right field, and Tim Anderson on his bobblehead night where they were doing the when he, the Field of Dreams walk off. That's so weird, I feel like. Little did they know they lost that series. But, I mean, it was a cool moment. It's a cool bobblehead. I'll I'll be completely transparent. I mean, they won one game against us last year, and they decided to make a bobblehead out of it. I know. It's the field (laughs) of dreams. It was just their marketing. It's smart. But, um, yeah, that Araldis Chapman just further cements why Yankee fans just hate him right now. I just don't like him. He could, like I said, Rob, I mean, he could literally not give up a run the rest of the year. And he, you, I'll you still just hate can't him. Wait till he's off the team. Yeah, you just can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I mean, because we are at a point. I think today, I don't want to jump the gun on it, but I think today kind of speaks to it a little bit as well of him not getting in the game. Um, but you just can't have a dude that literally can lose it any give at any given moment, just out of nowhere. He's a wild card, a true yeah. wild card. And I don't like him. Um, all right, game four today. Nestor Cortez on the mound goes eight innings. Tyler mm-hmm. stud, one earned run, seven Ks, no walks. Completely opposite of what Kopech, leader in ERA, was doing. Leader in Major League Baseball in ERA, he went six innings, pitched three earned runs, four Ks, and terrible, terrible second inning. Yeah, just really ugly. bad. Yeah really bad uh he went in there and he he went back in there and he kind of settled down but the Yankees got three runs on just uh a walk a walk and a wild pitch obviously we love the wild pitch here the four train savage oh, pod because yeah. we just talked about how amazing it is uh Nestor got left in in the eighth and he gave up a home run to Engel but luckily 
Uh, he settled down. He actually finished the inning. And then Joey Gallo gave us a little bit insurance with a two-run home run. And Gallo, like I said, is heating up. Uh, and I, Clay Holmes goes ahead and doesn't – obviously it's not a save, but he pretty much closes it out mm-hmm. of why we, we just love this guy so much. And it was just an absolute find by Brian Cashman. Yeah. And one of, his, one of the kind of wins he can put up on his trophy case when he wants to talk shit back to fans that criticize him. <laughs> Including me, which I sometimes yeah. I'm critical Same. of his resume. I also was, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I was looking at. Oh, here it is. ERA leaders. Nestor is number one in the AL right now, so he's 1.35. Verlander is a 1.38. Kopech now dropped to 1.54, and then Blackburn 1.67, and Manoa is one point. Like, dude, Nestor's he's doing so it. Good, dude. He's a beast for so long. I got to pull up the stretch since he started pitching for the Yankees last year in the rotation at some point and lay it out. But I mean, Tyler, he's the clear uh, game two starter. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, I, this is update number two, I think on, on when I said he's got to be number two, but I don't, I don't think there's any other way he can go. I mean, I, I think we've, I mentioned this, you know, we both mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I think we've almost just been waiting for for it to end it's just it's not gonna end the dude's yeah, good michael k was talking about that I, we, we have to put that out of our mind he's just he's a stud he's a very good pitcher eight innings he, pitch rob like, who does that now how many times is cold on that for the yankees and i'm not no not a knock on call not a knock on call at all but he had the complete game against houston and then i'm not i don't know how many maybe, other times maybe, he went maybe eight. a seven in Maybe seven innings, but not many eights, dude. Yeah. Not many eights. And he just doesn't, like, lose command of the game really. Like, you saw it in the first uh, at-bat of this game. Tim Anderson stepping out as soon as Vanessa's on the rubber. Stepping out. Like, Jesus Christ, this guy's annoying. Um, and then and then Nestor gets ready um, and steps off as soon as Tim Anderson was ready for his first at-bat of the game just to kind of be petty a little bit and mess with him. So I like that out of Nestor, but... Yeah, again, dude. I mean, only two pitches were used in this game. Nestor and Clay Holmes. This is you, you really cannot get much better than, than this. Puts you in a great position to do well against Baltimore, and then you play Chicago again this upcoming weekend, which I will be in attendance for. I'm very excited. Let's go. Dude, I, I was telling my boys, like, I'm going with my brother and a few of my other friends, and it's just a different energy man like i'm so excited to go to as many games because i i had the ga- before the season started i had the slotted games to go obviously i'm going on the road trips oh yeah with the t- like to go see them and i, I was at least going to like a, a game a month but now now like i'm i'm, I'm willing to spend more yeah, money for dude, this that's team. what you're saying last year bro give me a reason to spend my paycheck that i get every two weeks yeah like, exactly you know, it's just, it's really, it's it's exciting, and you just, you get excited when you when you have a team like this, like you gotta you gotta want to watch them. And even my girlfriend was like, she she said to me, she I was like, uh, we were talking about like she was like, oh, what are their like their hopes for the team? Because she was interested. She's not really a baseball fan. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they they have the potential if they continue with this team. They they are built for the postseason. It looks like. Yeah. She's like, I would love to go to the. The parade, uh-huh. and I was like, "Fuck yeah, we're so going would, to the parade." So would I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck yeah, we're going to the parade." So, dude, I, it's really, it's really awesome, and and it was a great way to cap the series. Great way to um, head into play Baltimore. Yeah. That hopefully they they can beat up on. But let's do our uh, once again our savages of the series for yes, the White sir. Sox one. I'm going to go with, I mean, it's just clear cut, man. I went on a rant a little bit earlier in the pod. Giancarlo Stanton is just an absolute freak, just an animal. Let me pull, you know what? Let me pull up his numbers real quick Do of it. what he's doing in his last 15 games. <laughs> I, need to, I need to see what this man, I tweeted it out a little um, prior, but he obviously added on to what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, where is the last 15 games? Or right now, it's he's batting 290, 10 home runs, 31 RBIs, 874 OPS. It's just. Dude, it's 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 really just bananas what this guy is what he's going through or what what he's able to to do for this. When team he's right hot, now. it's it's unbelievable. I think I think it. Now I'm looking at his stats. Now I think they're updated from today. Robbie has a 903 OPS now, slugging 567, and yeah, he has yep, a yep, 165 yep. OPS plus. 
Yeah, where's the last? Uh, oh, here it is. Last 15 games, seven home runs, 19 RBIs, seven walks, 345 average, 409 on base, 724 slugging. Just, just bananas. Brian Kelly. I just cannot. Don't talk baseball yeah. again. I, I cannot wait until. I, I don't know how you feel about this because we haven't really talked about it, but. I mean, if the dude's good for four more years with the Yankees, he's going to go down as, like, a very productive Yankee and a good contract. Yes, he will. <laughs> he will. And he's going to, if like I said, he's going to be a Hall of Famer as well. Yeah, I hope and he goes on, like, a fuck you tour after he retires. I hope he puts, I hope he puts, uh, I hope he goes, he puts the Yankee hat on for Yeah. His- he definitely. I mean, he will, dude. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna. End, uh, he spent a while in Miami, but he's definitely not. I mean, he kind of built his career there a little bit, but dude's if he wins a Yankee. World Series here. If he wins a World Series here, you know, when when he wins a World Series here, it's true. It's <laughs> true. All right, who'd you get? So I gotta go with Joey G, dude. Joey Gallo. He's had a lot of um, a lot of slander lately. From me, yeah, from me as well, from everyone, and rightfully so. Uh, the dude. In this series, four hits, four for 14, um, two homers, three RBIs, and he did strike out a bunch, but that's kind of what he does. But like I said. He, but the thing was, we wanted him to at least do what he was asked yeah. to do, which is to hit the home runs. And, I, and we knew the strikeouts were coming, but it was before he was just so bad. He was striking out, and he was doing it in bad ways, and we weren't even getting any remote offense at all. Yeah. And then – then he started picking it up. He's hitting a couple doubles here and there. Exactly. And now he's hitting the home runs, and that's what we want. Yeah, so he had, he had the two homers, um, but he also walked three times. So the dude got on base at least seven times um, this series. So he was kind of getting it done. And like I said, I mentioned it earlier, Rob, with Donaldson coming around. Joey Gallo is the seventh hitter for this team right now. That lineup is stupid, stupidly deep pause. <laughs> if, if Joey Gallo gets rolling at, hey, any, yo, point, what the fuck? <laughs> at any point in this season. So uh, I got to give credit where credit is due this time. I've kind of big been a big Joey G fan, so I hope I hope he gets it together for the sake of uh, a lot of my takes as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me, uh, let me pull I- up his stats on the season real quick. I do want to just see where we're at in terms of around the league because I do know that I think he became – not great, but he's kind of league average, weirdly enough, right now. I mean, he's got a 198 batting average. Well, that's not league average, but 198, 310 on base, 349 slugging, 659 OPS, 98 OPS plus. League average is 100 for that, so he's just a tick below. But um, I don't know, man. That passes the eye test for the last few days, I guess. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, him and Hicks just don't have to really be. Oh, I do want to talk about that with you too. Hicks the nine hitter, dude. Oh yeah, first time we've seen that this series. It's series. embarrassing that he's hitting behind Trevino. That's just. I, I, I think they're know. doing it as like a double leadoff thing, dude. Yeah, that's why. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, because they know that all he does now is just walk. Just walk, and yeah. <laughs> he, we know Joey Gallo to be a three outcome guy. Aaron Hicks is a two outcome yeah. guy. He's either out like, or he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. Dude, he looks scared at moments. He doesn't want to swing the bat, it looks like, most of the time. It really does. And listen, man, I get it. He, we, The name of the game, we like on-base percentage more than batting average. I get it. It's important to get on base. But give me something. Just something here. Yeah. I, I really... he get, Like, the double, um, was it game two or game three? He had a double. RBI double. Oh, it was a hustle double, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. but nonetheless, like... Hicks, that's what you said. You put the expectations at a 30-30 season. He's got four that's bags. He's got four bags. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, but I like I I don't know, man. That dude is just frustrating to see, and and it's smart what they're doing with him in the lineup. I will say because yeah. it worked out today because he you know he walked in the run and that's his RBI, which is just astonishing. It kind of hides the the catcher. Um, like being non-productive for the most part in this lineup because I, I don't s- hate it because when he's in the lineup I don't want to see him till ninth because it's just a, it's just a boring at yeah and and at least you get the opportunity to turn the lineup over instead of it being like seven eight nine say Gallo's in a slump too then you're really like okay Gallo IKF Trevino like you're not getting much with that but it yeah. gives it gives the opportunity for the lineup to roll over or if you know we're starting off the inning with the nine hitter it's not Trevino. It's Hicks, and then 
the top of the order is coming on with runners on base. So, interesting what they've done. We talked about it last pod that they, they also f- had DJ and Hicks uh, both hitting one and five. So, yeah. this first time they've had him batting ninth. So, that's something to watch out for as well. Uh, but I'm cool with him there, dude. I'm cool with it. I think it adds something to the bottom line. He's certainly, I don't think he's a worse hitter than Trevino. But I like him nine. That's all. That's it. That's all I got. I'm fine. That's where I'd prefer to see him. Uh, All right. Let's do our. Let's close it out with our MVPs of sucking for this series. They stink. I'm going with Jonathan Lewisaga. His last seven games, he has one win, 4.91 ERA, through uh, seven and a third inning, four hits, four earned runs, three walks, six strikeouts, a WHIP of .95. It's just um, like we talked about it earlier. There's still plenty of time for him to get it around. Yeah. But just with guys like King thriving and dudes like uh, Wandy in the can too, and and all these guys and Castro and these guys that are performing extremely well by default. And if you're struggling from what your league or from what your average was last year, you're gonna be down on the trust tree, or you're gonna be down on people's. Uh, you know, desire to see you in the game at yeah. certain high leverage points. So that's what I got for mine. Who do you have? I got to go. IKF, dude. Um, very deserving. I know you gave it to him last series uh, for Toronto. He's getting but a double. Yeah. Double action. He deserves it. Um, he had a really, he had a really good stretch before this, this, uh, these last couple weeks or, you know, a couple series. Um, just the bonehead plays, dude. I, I do. I like to see today that he was out. You know, the only Yankee take it, doing uh, more field work. Uh, so that's cool. Um, that's kind of what we were asking for last year, Rob, with Glaber. We were like, hey, like I want to see a video of you on Twitter being the only one working after you make an error, you know, on the field. So cool that IKF is doing that, I guess. Um, it's kind of his job, so it's not that cool. But, yeah, he, he gets it. Um, bunch of errors in the field. Uh, base running miscues. Uh, don't want to beat ourselves. So it's kind yeah, of it. Well, does well deserved honestly yeah. um all right yeah so we're heading into a series against baltimore this week and then we once again play a weekend series against the white Sox. and there's not a lot to complain about man we're feeling good and it's fun to be a yankees fan and we hope to to keep it rolling for this one but you got anything else before we uh leave the listeners no i do want to see who's pitching in baltimore real quick so it's sevy tyone and cole and then montgomery and then nestor is going to start it off against chicago oh, on friday another four game set oh and we're back against the white Sox after i forgot about we're that. at the we're at the new field tyler or the new uh the new left field in baltimore again so they, oh yeah they, it looks so weird now we've been to so baltimore weird. right yeah we went to baltimore. well yeah we have but we're just back we're there back it just there. Looks so weird. yeah we're in this weird stretch where it's well white Sox, rev- orioles white Sox, and then orioles again Dude, dude, it's revenge though because yeah. the last time we were in that building, that was our last series loss. Yeah, yeah, so, that is true. Yeah, I hate four so, game sets, dude. They're just yeah, weird to they're me. They're weird. They are weird. Too long. They, it, the the two and the four. Two odd. and the four. Yeah, just give us the three. Odd. Give us the three. Odd. Um, yeah, but that'll be it for this episode of the Four Train Savages Pod, episode number ninety. As always, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rate and review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, head over to our social medias at Four Train Savages on Instagram as well as at Four Savages on Twitter. Be sure to subscribe, and we will catch you guys next time. Hopefully, we're looking at a few more series wins, and the Yankees continue to roll. <laughs>